We've got the most Chicago, besides the Swedish fish. Swedish fish suck. Well, I mean, they're okay. I'm not a gummy guy. Well, well gummy bears, gummy worms, I can, I can do with, but. Edible gummies. Edible, yeah, 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 that's a whole different category. But other than that, and the Reese's. Chicago's a big candy town, too. Chicago is a very big candy town. Big candy history. The point is, we have a big Chicago table going on right now. Yep. We got the Malort. We got the Bloody Mary mix from Clark and Sheffield. We got the Jardinera from J.P. Graziano. We got the, the Jardinera seasoning from J.P. Graziano. And we brilliantly, I should say you, this is your invention, combine them all into a Chicago, the most Chicago cocktail possible. Yeah. Uh, it's a... Chicago Bloody Mary, not only uh, using Chicago ingredients, uh, but Chicago history. Which, of course, if you remember uh, way back when with Al Capone, you had the Valentine's Day Massacre. You know, we got to make sure that uh, Chicago history is remembered. And Isn't it funny how a lot of Chicago history that people embrace is about, like, gangsters and corrupt politicians and murders? Well, I mean, look, you got to own it, right? Like, yeah. it, it is what it is. It, it happened. It's just you got to own it. And so we own it with the bloody St. Valentine's Day Massacre right here, which, uh, again, incorporates Malort, the Bloody Mary mix. We have uh, the rim here with the J.P. Graziano uh, Jardinera seasoning. And then inside, you've got the J.P. Graziano Jardinera, like the actual just straight Jardinera is in there, yep. which... You know, might seem a little odd, but hey, it's no different than when you go to the Bloody Mary bar and you get all of the different uh, pickled vegetables and you put those on the on the skewer. So yeah, this is delicious. Yeah, cheers. Man, oh man, and it, the combination sounds silly, but it's not. Yeah, and it's not nearly as silly as the movie we're talking about today. Which is also a combination. Yes. It's a cocktail of a movie, it's... Heads up, big guy! Ah, I need a little work on the hands. He's blind, Doug. Trey Parker. Matt Stone. Guess I'll take my shot now. And Academy Award winner, Ernest Borgnine. This summer, experience the passion and the triumph. I'm the king of the world! Yeah! Basketball. This is a, uh, so this came out like 99. 98. 98. Good year. I, I said before, I think 2000s bullshit. 05 is bullshit. 06 is bullshit. 98 is a good year in my head. I, see you me. I mean, the, the Bulls won the championship. The Bulls won the championship. Uh, Sammy Sosa. These bitches lost Sosa. Cubs went to the wild, won the wild card. Uh, Kerry Wood, 20 strikeout game. Uh, I think the, I associate the movies and TV, like the end of Seinfeld. Like, it was a lot going on. 98 was, was one of the best years. Interesting. I, I, I don't know if I would uh, necessarily agree with that, but I haven't done enough research to... Well, this is a very, like, spectrum-y, autism-y thing for me to, like, rank, where I'm like, 98's the best year, and, like, what, 2016, We, we should rank the years. Let's rank the years. I would years. gladly rank yeah. the years. I can, I can go on and on about this. 98, good year, but I was too young to watch this movie uh understandably at the time but my one of my neighbors who was like my brother's age he's like four or five years older than me he had us play basketball in the driveway i didn't know what it was i thought he was just sticking around and combining base baseball and basketball and we would play the game 
and I found out that basketball was actually like a naughty thing. Like it was, it was the movie, but like okay. the word was like bad or something because like this movie came out. I'm like, oh, this is bad. We're playing basketball. There's something perverted about it. But in reality, it didn't make. It was just a combination of the two sports. And it was yeah. fun. Yeah. And uh, that was my introduction to the to basketball. And I didn't see the movie for like ten years after that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, I was in high school at the time. Uh, this was also at the time one year removed from South Park it, coming out, like really coming out. The show. Uh, the show. And so being familiar with South Park, liking South Park. It's funny because they did this movie because they thought South Park was going to get canceled. Sorry, you're canceled. This kind of shows South their Park's chops. still on the air. Yeah, I know. Still on the air at this point. It's uh, pushing The Simpsons at this point. I mean, The Simpsons is, st- is still going too. The, yeah. I don't know how many people are actually still watching The Simpsons South at Park's this point. South Park's still funny though. But South Park, I actually haven't watched it in a minute, uh, but I hear that it's still actually it's good. really good. Yeah. It's not must-see TV for me. Right, right. Uh, but... It's, it's funny about how this, this game, basketball, kind of comes about, right? And uh, it's, it's based on, <laughs> on uh, the director and his friends came up with this game, basketball. Um, and uh, at this time, actually a little bit earlier than this, uh, there was a commercial in 1994 Good year. Uh, a decent year. I mean, it's a baseball year. strikes bad, but the movies. Yeah. Great. Pulp De- Fiction. Uh, decent year, 1994. Yeah. Uh, but there was a Miller Lite commercial uh, that talked about combining things. And they combined bass fishing with baseball. It's called Bassball. And, like, they took a fish, not a real fish. They would have been, if, if this was done today, they would have been canceled for doing it, but they took a real fish and somebody swung a bat and like hit the fish. There's the windup and the fish. It's a high fly bass. Combining bass fishing and baseball. Um, but to like your neighbor doing this mm-hmm. game, right? Like we had our own version, like when I was in grade school, that was not this, but it was literally taking a baseball bat and taking a mini basketball and trying to hit it into the hoop. Okay. So, like, our own little version. Like, you came up with games. Like, let's take this, combine it with this, and here's how you win. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. Did you play Butts Up as a kid? Is that the game where it's like, uh, it's like dodgeball? I think we might have talked about it. I thought we talked about this in an episode, so I apologize if you listen to both. And the guys who had the ball, like there was only one at a time, like only one guy could go, would just whip the ball straight oh. at your back. Like butts up. You take a tennis ball and you, you like throw it against like a wall and it has to bounce once and then you hit it again. And if you let it bounce twice, then you get like a letter. So kind of like hangman. Okay. And then if you get to the full letter. Horse. Your horse, yeah. You have to, the loser puts their hands against the wall, sticks their butt out, and their person gets to whip the tennis ball against their ass. But we just, like, people invented, invented games. It was like somebody invented a game that got passed around all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of this movie, right? Yeah. I mean, we, I think that's why it's appealing. It's because, like, they invent a, a sport, and it gets huge. Like, they become famous and rich off of it. But I would argue, it's funny, every time I watch this movie, which... Might have been like twice. I don't know. I'm going to pump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers in this racket. My reaction to it is 
God, this is fucking long. Let's look at an Apatow movie. This yeah. is like 245. Yeah. The runtime is 143. <laughs> so that's not a good sign. I always think this movie's like ridiculously long. It's not. Uh, the funniest scene is in the opening, I think. And I love Trey Parker and Matt Stone. And this is brought to you by the people that brought you Airplane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a lot of credibility here. But the funniest part is when they're like, and the Minnesota Lakers moved to Los Angeles. The Minneapolis Lakers moved to Los Angeles, where there are no lakes. The Oilers moved to Tennessee, where there is no oil. The Jazz moved to Salt Lake City, where they don't allow music. I thought that was hysterical, and then that's, after that, it's like, okay. I, the, I don't think it's great. I don't know. The movie is okay. Like, it's not the greatest movie, right? Uh, there are little elements of it uh, that remind you about South Park. And, yeah. Um, of course, because it's the guys who came up with South Park, right? And so this is their thing. You know, they, they reference a lot of movies in this movie, uh, you know, with lines of Braveheart, Titanic, Star Trek, things like that. And and so it kind of gets a little bit, a little chuckle. It's yeah. not a rewatchable movie, I don't think, no. but... Stoner movie, I would say. This is like a movie you watch... It's also a victim of its time which is, this movie is very 90s. Kind of everything about it is really, really 90s. In addition to the fact that real big fish plays in the movie. Yeah. Now, uh, I no. mean, I was going to say, I don't know if you no, I do. knew real big fish or not. I know but culture. Like, but I think the one thing that they kind of get right, and uh, I kind of want to get your, your thoughts on this, is, is the uh, psych outs. Fuck your sister. That are yeah. part of the game. Yeah. Um, and I want to know, like, what do you think was the best psych out? Or, like, what would your psych out be? Because okay. I have an answer for both. What's, what is your answer? So, the, the ones that I wrote down, like, the Marlon Brando liposuction where he's sucking the fat. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's all salty and warm. I think that one was pretty good, even though it didn't work in the movie. Uh, in, in the game, I should say, yeah. in the movie. The mime was really good. I yeah, liked yeah. that one too. And the cutting off of the finger. I think it's funny how when everybody fails, when they get psyched out, everybody shoots the ball the same way, um, which is like falling over. It's like none of these things would make you fall over. You might go like, oh, gross, and like throw the ball, but like you're not falling over as you're shooting the ball. Yeah. Um, but those would be the ones that I would say would probably like the best psych outs. What, what, what is the one you came up with? Well, it's not the one that I came up with, but I have a couple. So one that would probably be my go-to and one that the kids today would definitely use. Um, so the one that I would use is uh, probably the satin gum, uh, which you remember from <laughs> yeah. one of our previous podcasts, <laughs> right? Uh, this would involve wearing a pair of shorts, saying, oh no. Oh no! I sat in some gum. The shorts were managed in such a way that uh, a certain part of the anatomy, which could look like sat in gum <laughs> might be exposed using that i don't know if that would be illegal by the rules but that would probably be my well, go-to but then by that logic i would i would do what i also told you about is sneaky nuts sneaky nuts we just take your nuts out of your unzip take your nuts out just yeah. the nuts just the nuts that that, that would be it's good pretty one. effective yeah. you know you know who uh is in this movie right and who has one of the best psych outs right is lee gandhi mm-hmm you know, you know which one he does, right? Which one is it? Legon D's nuts. No, nothing there. 
I mean, that's that's a plain yeah. joke. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, and and of course, uh, you know that this is going along with what you were saying. Yeah. The, yeah. The uh, the setting of uh, Tipidus. Tip Tipid. Tipidus Dick. Dick. Mm-hmm. Oh brother, this guy stinks. But the the best are the the cheerleaders, because the cheerleaders are eye ladies. Eye ladies. Nuts on your face. Those were the ones that I was talking about that the kids nowadays would definitely be using. Yeah, because they did the, those the, types the, of the, these. Yeah, suck on these nuts things. Ligma, you know, ligma balls. I mean, the kids would do it now because that's like a really popular joke. But those ones, that, I mean, look, you you would you could see them coming a mile away when you knew what they were. Yeah. Uh, but ligma balls. They could work as a psych out. Getting in the head of somebody as you're talking about. Oh uh, yeah, I guess. If we're trying to, I think we're trying to relate to Gen Z. I'm I'm trying I'm trying hard to relate to Gen Z and look, there's nothing that Gen Z does that I don't get it. I am I understand, I should say. The psych outs are good because that's also kind of nineties though too. A psych out? Yeah. Yeah. With like cause, or like when you're playing sports with your friends, like if you're playing pickup games or like horse or something. I feel like that was very like when you're playing sports as a kid, like whatever the sport was, yeah. just like fucking with each other like yeah. that. I mean, I would love to have like the major sports incorporate that in like basketball incorporated in free throw shooting and baseball incorporated in, I don't know, some, well, some you, like you know the Savannah Bananas, right? Oh, I, I love the Savannah Bananas. So this movie kind of makes me think of the Savannah Bananas or vice versa. Savannah Bananas makes me think of this because yeah. it's just like the, the ant the antics, yeah. the hijinks. Hey, uh, owner of the Savannah Bananas, if you would like to come on the podcast, uh, uh, we'd love to have you and talk about the Savannah Bananas. Yeah. I, I love the Savannah Bananas, and I showed and some video of them, like, just doing, like, some of the dancing or, like, when they brought back the, the Harlem Shake. They're, like, doing all these goofy things, like, during their game. Like, if I ever go to Savannah, 100% I'm going to go see a game there. 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I would definitely do it. I almost want to as part of, like... A trip because it's just like it's imp- not only is it funny, it's impressive that they're able to pull off the things that they're able to pull off. So look it up if you if you don't already yeah. already know the Savannah Bananas. But that yeah, this movie makes me think of that and vice versa. Have you ever have you seen the Book of Mormon? Yeah, hilarious. I love the Book of Mormon. Yep. Um, I wish that. Yeah. Hello. What's going on? My name is Elder Price, and I would like to share with you the most amazing book. Yeah. I wish, and South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, I'll put in this category, yep. also funny. I wish they would do more, I mean, I know they want to, they're not like, South Park's still funny. Like, they're still killing it. Do more, do a new movie. Like, yeah. original movie. I could see that. I mean, that would be, I mean, there, there's obviously some hindrance to them not doing a full-length movie. When they can do whatever they need to do in half hours every week. Right. And they, yeah, they make it every week. Yeah, there's no, I guess there's no motivation either. But I would, I would love to see more original stuff. Like I said, I'm not a huge fan of this movie in general. My reaction to watching it is like, wow, I can't believe uh, it's the same length as this is 40. Um, I thought it was like two hours and 30, 40 minutes. It's not <clears throat> my favorite scene is the opening. And then after that, I just think it's kind of dumb. I mean, it's all the same stuff over and over again, just some different jokes. Yeah. Isn't Ernest Borgnine in this? And Academy Award winner, Ernest Borgnine. And the, and the the name is iconic too. Like yep. everyone knows basketball. Like they know it's a movie that exists. Yeah. It's on streaming. It's on something. 
Is it free on YouTube like Good Burger? Uh, it's not of that echelon. Good Burger is a better movie. So, so I, can I just say something real quick? So Al Michaels uh, and Bob Costas are in this movie. Al Michaels was paid $60,000. Okay? And Bob Costas was paid $50,000. But it didn't start that way. Al Michaels agreed to get paid $15,000 for this movie. And then they agreed with Bob Costas for $50,000. And Al Michaels found out and he got pissed. And he hired a lawyer and he said, Jeez. you better pay me more. You better lawyer up, asshole, because I'm not coming back for $50,000. I'm coming back for $60,000. Their inclusion in the movie kind of reminds me of uh, Dodgeball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dodgeball before Dodgeball, right? Yeah, it's not as good and not as famous, but there is some elements of this I'd feel like Dodgeball. Yeah, I mean, look, again, it's fine. It's like they were bored with South Park, or in this case, obviously, they thought that South Park was going to get canceled. And they made this movie, and, like, it's fine. It's okay. I mean, maybe I got to go back and watch it, like, and actually, like, sit down and pay attention to it. But, actually, I don't think I need to. Yeah, I don't know if I'll watch it again. What do you think? Um, six, six, two. I think this probably did better. Um, say six, four. I mean, it's the same range. It just better be like people liked it more. You know what I'm saying? I like, can't tell if people how much the people liked it because it's it's so known, but it's just not yeah great. Oh sorry, I didn't see. Ah, uh, six five. That's six way five. too high. That's that's too high. But I think I'm way too high. Yeah. I mean, I went I went kind of pushing towards the middle because thinking that like people really liked it, but. That's too high. That puts it among, I said uh, in a previous episode that Hustle's the best basketball movie ever. And then you have like tier of like, I won't say the name, Glory Road, and um, Hoosiers, and then like Space Jam and stupid movies. It's like mid-tier basketball movie. Apparently. And better than Field of Dreams is a baseball movie.